When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hi, this is writer-director Joseph Darty, and you're listening to the award-seeking show TV Confidential. Ed Robertson author guest Lee Goldberg. Lee Goldberg, two-time Edgar-nominated television writer and producer, New York Times best-selling author, and the creator of the Eve Ronan detective novel series. All available wherever books are sold. The latest of which is called Movie Land. Movie Land available wherever books are sold. In general, when and not this is not necessarily related to the Eve Ronan series, but any mystery novel that you set out to write do you start with the resolution of the crime and work backwards do you start with the nature of the crime and work forward or or does it depend on what type of story you're trying to tell or if you're working in collaboration with another novelist well that's a loaded question (laughs) let's start with the eve ronan books okay i start there with what conflict will bring out the most in eve what conflict will create the most trouble for her? Mm-hmm. What conflict will reveal aspects of her character we haven't seen before? What conflicts will reveal Lost Hills and this area in a fresh way that hasn't been written about before, that I haven't written about before? Mm-hmm. And then the crime kind of emerges from that. Though the E. Ronan novels tend to be inspired at, at their core by a real event. Um, this, the shootings in Malibu Creek State Park um, are real. We, we have had a series of sniper shootings in Malibu Creek State Park. The resolution of those shootings, the details are different than what I wrote about, mm-hmm. but it was a real event here in, in Calabasas. Um, the original Lost Hills dealt with a crime scene, uh, a house full of blood, where clearly a horrific massacre has taken place, but there are no bodies. And the blood tells the story, and you've got to go from there. That was based on a real case in Ohio that I transplanted over here and, and fictionalized. So, and then another one of the, of the Eve Ronan books, uh, you know, a wildfire has swept through Santa Monica, uh, the Santa Monica Mountains and revealed a whole bunch of bones and uh, other bodies that were long lost. That also is true, and that happened after the Woolsey fire. So I take some inspiration from real events for Eve Ronan and, and, and go from there. The book I'm writing now is, is loosely based on a, a real thing, which is Chilean criminal tourists they come here just to rob houses and then they leave and hmm. um they, they're pretty brutal and they're happening all over calabasas and lost hills area um and also there's a community here called hidden hills which is not just a gated community it's a city unto itself sort of like an old walled city from medieval days mm-hmm. upgraded so i'm <laughs> talking about that as well 
So that's where I start. I, I usually start with the conflict at the core of the character and build the story from there. Because a crime in and of itself is not a, that interesting. It's the crime's impact or the mystery's impact on your protagonist. When I was writing the books with Janet Ivanovich, it was much the same thing. But also, what would be a lot of fun? What would amuse us? What would be funny and exciting? And uh, create romantic sparks for our two characters in the Fox and O'Hare books. Um, and what would be an interesting con, an interesting theft, because those books were based on, uh, at their heart, a big swindle and a big heist. So I come at each book from a different angle. You meant always with character as the starting point. Absolutely, and 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 this is this is something you do. This is something any good novelist, any good storyteller does. There is no extra fat in any of your novels, Lee. If you put something in there that seems inconsequential, it may not. It, it may make your head scratch at the moment, but then later on, as you get further into the story and everything starts to come together, you say, oh, that's why he started with the theft of the Doritos in the break room. No detail in my book is there for no reason. Otherwise, it shouldn't be there. That's right. And the late has to pay off. Exactly. And uh, you'll get a great payoff if you pick up a copy of Movie Land, the latest, the fourth and latest volume in the Eve Ronan detective novel series, Movie Land, available wherever books are sold. You can follow Lee Goldberg, LeeGoldberg.com, all social media platforms uh you mentioned the mystery in the first eve ronan uh story lost hills was based on a case that actually occurred in ohio now what you didn't what you haven't told the listeners yet is where you learned about this case and this is very cool you go to a homicide conference every year you're the only non-law enforcement official who goes to this conference in Green Bay, Wisconsin. That's cool because, again, that's you're staking terrain. I, it seems to me more, more novelists should do something like that. Oh, I, oh, there's many novelists who do 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 those kinds of things. I mean, not only do I attend that Homicide Investigators Training Conference every year, or training seminar, I should say, but I also talk to lots of people in law enforcement and in uh, the coroner's office and in, in places all over the country. It's important to give my books that sense of realism. Mm -hmm. What I try to do is put just enough truth in the books that you'll buy all of my things. <laughs> and, and I try also not to, and it's hard because you want to show off. Yeah. I try not to put so much stuff in there that, you, that the reader knows, oh, God, Lee must have taken a homicide course. I don't need to do that. I, I, I want the, the knowledge I get to come through in the dialogue and the actions of my characters without me shining a light on the fact that I'm doing all the research. Now, granted, at the end of the book, I always have an afterword where I thank all the people who helped me, and I mention some of the books and articles I've read and some of the seminars and things that I've gone to. But that's just to really credit the people and, and the resources that I've used, because I think that's only fair. I, I don't think I should glean all their knowledge and not give them some credit for it. But I know lots of, of authors who, who spend a lot of time with police officers and, and people in law enforcement, too. Uh, get the truth for their fiction. And it's the best of both worlds in that it's grounded in reality. There are certain details that you learned about in, as a result of your conversations with law enforcement officials and the, and, and the certain details you learn about as a result of going to these conferences. But it all gels with what you bring as the storyteller and what comes from your fertile imagination. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm 
in deep trouble. I better submit my job application to Arby's right away. <laughs> the latest Eve Ronan novel, Movie Land, available wherever books are sold. Lee Goldberg, the creator, the author of the Eve Ronan detective series, spending a few minutes of his day with us. This is apropos of nothing, but the scene we're talking about, the development meeting, uh, one of the characters, Duncan, is eating brisket. That made me think of Wood Ranch in Agoura Hills, which is one of my new favorite places. Do you have a particular favorite place for brisket in Southern California? If you want real great brisket, go to Bledsoe's on La Brea and Melrose. Best brisket in Los Angeles. How does Gus hold up? Gus in South Pasadena. Oh, that's really good, too. Yeah. Uh, not just in South Pasadena, but they have one up in Porter Ranch as well. Okay. Well, I got inspired. I developed an appetite for brisket yesterday as, as I was reading that scene in Movie Land. So we ended up having dinner at, uh, at Gus's last night. Gus is great. I like their ribs. I like their, their tri-tip. I like their brisket. I like their fried chicken, too. I like too much of what they have out there. <laughs> yeah, you have to now, be. Blood Sows is, is my favorite barbecue place in, in Los Angeles. But if you really want great barbecue, in my view, you got to go to Texas or Kansas City. Yes, I think a lot of our listeners would agree on that. Okay, now, and one more thing, and then we'll get back to the Eve series. You mentioned one of your nonfiction books is the, the book on Unsold Pilots, which has been recognized as the best bathroom reading book ever. <laughs> best praise I've ever gotten. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And, and this is... I don't know whether this is six degrees of separation, but we're you know, in, in the course of talking about uh, the Jigsaw John case and how Jigsaw John, like Eve Ronan, was an actual detective who had a, a show developed on his career as he continued to be a detective, which is what's going on with Eve in the Eve Ronan novel series. Um, you mentioned Eddie Egan, the hackman played in the French Connection movies. There was actually a pilot called Egan, which yes, is which has a great score, by the way. Oh, by, by Lalo Schifrin, yeah. And and you and I have talked about this. I think we talked about this last time you you were on about Eugene Roche. About Eugene Roche, that was interesting. That would not he would not have been my first choice to play Eddie Egan, but. He does as good a job as he can do, given what given what he was given, and given it was only a thirty minute show. Versus well, to his... plug Ed here for a moment, the reason he and I are so fascinated by Eugene Roche is see Eugene Roche guest starred in several episodes of as a Magnum PI, where he played a detective. Uh, there was there were spinoff episodes. Yeah, Luther, Luther. Off, but... Yeah, yeah, very, very much so. Anyway, it, it's all very circular. So Lee Goldberg's on the line with us. Lee Goldberg, two time Edgar nominated television writer producer of such shows as Diagnosis, Murder, Monk, Psych, Hunter, Nero Wolf, Sliders, and Spencer for Hire, Lee Goldberg, also New York Times bestselling author and creator of the Eve Ronan detective novel series, the latest Eve Ronan novel, Movie Land, available wherever books are sold. Lee Goldberg's nonfiction books include television fast-forward sequels and remakes of canceled series, 1955-1992, and... Unsold Television Pilots, the book we just talked about, Unsold Television Pilots, 1955-1989, the very first TV compendium of its kind in a book that the San Francisco Chronicle once proclaimed to be the best bathroom reading ever, both television fast-forward and unsold television pilots, also available both in paperback and as an ebook. Amazon.com, wherever books are sold online. More about Lee, LeeGoldberg.com. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. One more item, if you're a fan of the master of horror, 
Stephen King, or know someone who is and are looking for a gift idea this holiday season, our friends at Quero Books have just released Stephen King, a complete exploration of his work, life, and influence. The new book by Bev Vincent that explores the evolution and influences of Stephen King's body of work over the past six decades and how the themes of King's writing reflect the changing times and events within his life. Timed with Stephen King's 75th birthday this past September 21st, Stephen King, a complete exploration of his work, life, and influences, includes archival photos and documents from Stephen King's personal collection alongside the stories behind the stories of how his novels, novellas, short stories, and adaptations came to be. Stephen King, a complete exploration of his work, life, and influences by Bev Vincent, available now wherever books are sold through Cordo Books and CordoKnows.com. Hi, this is Dean Hargrove, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Listen, well, I know what I'm to ask you. This is also apropos of nothing. You recently were in Europe during September on vacation, and you happened to be in... England at the time the Queen died. Yeah, that was not planned. No. <laughs> I was going there for a. I have a book coming out in November of 2023 called Calico, which is being published by a British publisher, Severn House. And I had, I was going to Europe anyway for family reasons, and I arranged to go to London to meet with my new publisher. I arrived on the 19th, the day of Queen Elizabeth's funeral, and you know there's no way around it. That's what I had planned. Yeah. And I expected it to be absolute chaos. It was the opposite. I landed, I should say landed, I took, the, I took the train from Paris into central London, but I get out of the station in central London and it's empty. And I take the, the tube to my hotel and the, the, the train is empty. I get to my hotel, I check in, the streets are empty. I thought, I expected it to be a mob scene, yeah. but it was more like the walking dead. I was like, where is everybody? So I end up walking into Hyde Park and right into the center of all of, of the UK because everybody was in Hyde Park watching the funeral unfold on these gigantic television screens that were placed all over Hyde Park so people could view the, uh, the, the funeral ceremony. And I went, oh, crap, i got to get out of here before the funeral ends or I'm going to get stuck in all this. But naturally, my timing being terrible, the moment I turned around to get the hell out, that's when... <laughs> The funeral services end, and everyone rushed out to be along the, the streets where the funeral procession was going to be, whatever you call it. And I just got caught in this absolute tidal wave of people. And I was the one guy wearing a mask. <laughs> I thought, sure. I, mean, I felt like The Walking Dead. I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to be zombified. You know, yeah. I'm going to get. But no, I, I managed to be the only person I know who's gone to Europe and come back without bringing COVID as a souvenir. Well, that's it come out. But it was weird. It was it was strange to to see the streets empty out like that. And then once the funeral was over, people spilled back into the streets. But all that was open were oddly enough restaurants and tourist shops. And what they were selling in the tourist shops were dead Queen Elizabeth memorabilia to to memorialize her death. And it, some of it was really bad taste. These Queen Elizabeth bobbleheads and <laughs> flags and things like this is how you respect your your dead royal. But um, it was an interesting time to be there. I, I got copies of the newspapers for that day to bring back as souvenirs. That's when I, I took as souvenirs, the newspapers, not a bobblehead. No. Uh. Yes. Well, it, but it's almost like your character 
in one of your own novels because you find yourself doing what, it, what you're doing, which is on vacation, and then something happens that you don't anticipate, and it kind of changes the course of your visit, at least during those that few days. to all of us. Yes. We all have things like that happen. We all live novelistic lives. We just don't write about it. Well, Lee Goldberg writes about it. Lee Goldberg, author of more than 70 novels, including all four novels in the Eve Ronan series. There are four novels in the Eve Ronan series, Lost Hill, Bone Canyon, Gated Prey, and now Movie Land. You can read the Eve Ronan novels in any particular order, and all four Eve Ronan novels available wherever books are sold. Lee's work on, on, on the 5th. If all goes well, that'll come out in 2023. And you, you mentioned uh, part of your purpose of going overseas was uh, you're working on another novel that's coming oh, out. Oh, that novel's finished. I have two novels that are finished that are coming out soon. I have one called Malibu Burning, which is coming out in June. Okay. It's a standalone thriller about the largest wildfire in Southern California history, which is sparked to cover up the most ambitious heist ever pulled off in California history. And that'll be coming out, like I said, in June of 2023. And then Calico is a probably the most unusual book I've ever written. It's about, um, it takes place in 2019 and 1883. And the, the story back goes back and forth between those two time periods. The connection between the two stories is the same dead body. Oh. <laughs> Well, that's, uh, both both of those novels sound like uh, fun reads. Uh, very much looking forward to uh, talking to you when they come out. Okay, so um, you you spend a good part of your day doing what I would call housekeeping stuff, emails, correspondence, you know, administrative type stuff. Then you spend the latter part of your day. I mean, you're, you're one of those people that you you're most productive writing at night. So. Uh, when you're not writing at night, when you're relaxing, you know, watching television, what shows are you watching now to decompress and relax? I just finished watching The Bear, which is a very unusual show about a guy struggling to, to, to save his dead brother's restaurant, which is not something that seems like it would be on my radar or something I'd watch, but I, I really loved it. I haven't been watching much. I've been so busy writing books that I haven't really been able to get into much new television. I've been watching a lot of old television. I just watched some episodes, uh, The Outcasts, an old uh, 1970s uh, Western series that I found on DVD when I was in France. Oh, wow. It's not available here on DVD. And also, recently, um, video, uh, not visual entertainment media released The Complete McCloud. And what's interesting about The Complete McCloud is it includes the four episodes that aired as part of the Wednesday mystery movie that were hour long and have never been in syndication. So those are, I watch those. Those are fascinating. I really love old television. And that doesn't mean I don't watch new television. I've got the three-hour crossover of all the Law and Orders to watch. And oh, I did watch the new Quantum Leap, which I really hated. <laughs> I thought it was thought awful. I've been enjoying Reboot. I've, I've seen a few episodes of Reboot. Oh, I've been watching House of Dragon, which doesn't compare to Game of Thrones, but it's it's enjoyable. You mentioned McCloud. IMDb at least. As of 2021, I haven't I haven't checked it out in a while. But IMDb had all but one of the McClouds available on their IMDb TV and movie channel. Uh, although the the 60 minute shows were not available in their original form, they were available as a two hour syndicated movie form that Harry Tattleman put together for uh, Universal back in the 70s. But uh, I bring it up because it's interesting because 
the first couple of seasons of McLeod, it's, it's a great example of how a different producer can put a different spin on the show. And sometimes it takes the right producer in a couple of seasons for, before a show really finds its footing. And that was the case with McLeod and Glenn Larson because uh, Glenn did not produce the first season of the, of the show Dean Hargrove did, but once Glenn came back to the show in the 70s after he'd finished Alias Smith and Jones, that's when McLeod really took off, in my opinion. It's interesting you, you bring that up because I was just interviewed recently by a, a, a woman who's writing a book on diagnosis murder. Ah. And I was saying that diagnosis murder is one of those shows that has really been shaped by all of its different showrunners. Each time a different showrunner came in, they, they took a, a decidedly different approach to the show and it's distinctive you can really see it but you can even see it on shows like star trek i mean you can tell when gene coon left and fred freiberger came in yes i didn't say gene roddenberry it's yes. gene coon um and it's also true of it takes a thief it's it's true of 77 sunset strip it's true of law and order law and order special victims unit a new showrunner always brings their unique perspective to a show sometimes to the detriment sometimes uh better you can even see that with the bold ones uh, the new doctors uh, segment of that show, mm-hmm. when a different producer came in, the whole f- approach changed to telling stories. It's uh, it makes a huge difference in a show, and and it may not change visually, but when you change the writing and the dialogue and the types of plots, it it, it reshapes the show. Even visually, it looks the same, and you have the same cast. Lee Goldberg spent 20 years writing and producing television, so he knows what he's talking about. (laughs) He's also the author or co-author of more than 70 novels. I'm exhausted just listening to you. I'm retired. God, that sounds like way too much work. Well, you managed to get it done, and it's all good stuff. And uh, the latest Lee Goldberg novel, Movie Land, available wherever books are sold. Lee, always a pleasure to talk to you. I look forward to our next conversation in 2023 when your two new novels come out. I look forward to it, too, and I just have to write something. (laughs) Nick Santamaria joins Greg Airbar for a DVD report next on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.